as I mentioned, it's real obvious that time is just conceptual. Even scientists, and I've looked at, we've, in preparing for this weekend, I looked up what science is saying about time. They say it's an illusion. <laughs> that's, that's science that's saying that. But we can recognize it. We can see it. You can see it. But we pass it by. We say, well, no, yeah, I know. I'll get to that sometime. Well, we never get to it. And the sometime never comes. Because the sometimes is our lostness in time. And so we would prefer being lost in time. So why does this do this? It does it because we want to keep our shape. We want to keep our form, our psychological and sense of identity. Okay, so there's a time, and that's not in dispute of what I'm saying, that's not in contradiction. There's a time when there's a maturity to start releasing the baggage we're carrying. The baggage we're carrying centrally is us, me, the sense of me. It's extra. It's like a weight we've carried around our entire lives. And it's become familiar. You know, it's like like a backpack that we've just kind of grown into our back. Okay, so the sobering news is it's here and it can be entered. It can be entered. We're expecting some big miracle thing to happen. Where we're awakened, you know, flash. Everything is whatever it is that we think is going to happen. What do you think that moment is going to do for us when we aren't willing to enter time? We aren't willing to enter into the infinite. When we aren't, it's going to look like a flash in time, an experience we once had. That's what it's going to look like. See, this thing is around us everywhere. It's, it's as close as this. It can't be any closer to us than it is. And we keep turning our back on it. I just want you to get a feel for how worthy we inhibit the process. The process doesn't inhibit us. We inhibit the process. Okay. So now we're going to do a guided meditation. So get into your guided meditation position, if you would. Now I just I want to I want to talk a moment about wh where we start. So just close your eyes and just listen. Right now we're sitting firmly in the center of our world. Right, the sense of I sitting down and meditating. That's the center of our world as we know the world to be. All the sense data comes in from a variety of external sources. It comes into us. And we have thoughts and emotions that seem to confirm our perceptions. It is all received within our brains, which assesses the significance of the data and acts in accordance with the importance it gives it. Now, since all of our experiences confirm that we are the absolute center, Right? 
we must conclude that we are the absolute center figure in life, that we are a central figure in life, a central figure. And this assumption leads to the basic self-centeredness that we all feel. Because it's all coming into us. I should have my way. Now this is the starting point of our journey. This is where we begin. Self-centered, in self-control mode, separate from all other objects because we consider ourselves an object, lost in time, not simple, very complex, no interest in mystery. I want to know the world. I want to know exactly what I'm getting into here. So I need to not only know it, but I need to feel secure within that knowledge. This is the starting point. Now let's look, hopefully this meditation will give us a glimpse or a sense of our essence. Very different from the self-centeredness of our starting place. So let's just settle in. And as we do, I, I, I want to invite relaxation. You see, self-density, belief in self, is what I mean by density of self. Self-density begins to, when we relax, we start releasing the density of self. What we're relaxing are the ways that we have blocked or defended ourselves, and it creates a kind of... Uh, that layer of defense is what we need to relax out of. So the anxiety and the stress and all of the things we carry in our measured self-defense is what we need to relax out of. So let's just settle back and relax all of that. Just release it. Just release it. If there's a word that is most helpful in spiritual, in your entire spiritual journey, it will be release. Surrender. Let it go. But because we believe ourselves to be real, we think if we let any part of ourselves go, we're, we're going to be diminished somehow. And so we keep ourselves bottled up in time, regretting the past, looking that forward to the future, but never really releasing it. Because when we release all of that, guess where you find yourself? Now. So I'd like us to settle back, relaxed, releasing, just releasing, but being very awake. Relaxation doesn't mean the absence of wakefulness. It's the encouragement of wakefulness. And I'd like you to ask yourself very simply, how do I know I exist? 
we sense some sort of wakefulness in us that's undeniable. Existence, that we exist, is an undeniable truth. Undeniable, basic, basic truth. But how do we know that? We may not know exactly what that something, that existence is. In fact, we will never know what that existence is. Even as we abide in it, we will not know it. But it feels, it seems like some felt sense of aliveness in us. Get a sense of it. Watch how your thoughts come in or your emotions come in to surround it, to make it known, to contain it. So as thoughts come in to our consciousness, our attention moves into that thought to seek its reality, to think that we think that the thought somehow is full of a truth that I need to hear. And so we give away the sense of existence for what the thought provides us, which is knowledge, assurance, definition. Because the sense of existence is not tethered to that thought or any thought. And we give the importance to the thought over the existence, the sense of existence, aliveness. 
because that's where we derive our own meaning. From the word. From the concept. From the idea. From time. And even as we allow that thought to pass through, there still may be someone back there who allowed it to pass through. That's where we think our existence lies. In the watcher, in the observer, But is that the container for existence? Or is that the cover sheet? Are you curious or fearful? Are we getting too close to something that may change the way you perceive the world and yourself? Or is it welcomed? Notice how time is thought. It takes you, it distances you, even momentarily. Reflecting upon something is not the experience of the moment. It's the experience of you having a moment. But is that existence? Fundamentally? Or 
we're looking for that fundamental essence of aliveness, not the coding, not the cover-up, not the limitation on it, but itself in full glory, in full expanse. Notice that whatever passes through the mind is not tethered to that existence. We may lose our perspective and invest in what passes through, but that is separate from our existence. The thought doesn't touch our existence. The emotion, that's our own personal world that we would rather believe in. Now, what is that sense of aliveness? Let us just focus on that exclusively and let everything else fall to the background. Let it be boundless. Let yourself move with its nature rather than contained within your conceptual nature.
We know that sense of aliveness is there. We sense it. It's undisputably, undisputably there. But we can't say much about it. It is there when we think and when we are not thinking. When we emote and when we're not emoting. It doesn't seem to depend upon anything for its continuance. It is constant. We may turn away from it, but it never turns away from us. It's the simplest thing. A total mystery. It is still without movement. It has no ownership. No one owns it. 
and yet it permeates all things. It is mysterious beyond measure. When it's recognized, is there interest? Love? Tenderness, gentleness comes from the heart. But search as we will, there does not seem to be anyone back there that can claim ownership of this aliveness. Yes, there's the feeling of body. There are thoughts, there are emotions, there are ideas, there are images. But where do they land? They don't land on the aliveness. Aliveness holds no image. There is just this sense of existing.
where does this sense of a pervasive existence come from? Or has it always been? If it's not moving, if it's not of time, then it must be deathlessness itself. So we are left with an impasse. How can we claim to be someone existing, but when we look, we find only existence? That is the journey. That is a spiritual journey. From the undisputed self-centeredness to existence itself. And everything we do along the way in our spiritual methods and techniques is meant to arise at arrive at this conclusion within this experience within this acknowledgement this surrender what already is not something we manufacture manipulate what already is. And that paradoxically does not take us away from a life in which I have an appointment on Tuesday at three. There is absolutely no conflict. But it comes back, time comes back, more like a, fa a phantom than a truth. But we show up on time. And we put discovery 
in front of us. We have to see that this existence exists despite our emotions, our ideas, our internal and external forms. All the sensory objects, the physical sensations, the sights, sounds, smells, and tastes. And through it all, there is existence. And all the rest is conditioned arising. What I have placed over existence, what I have added to existence, so that I can own it or have it or taste it or love it, so that I can have the enjoyment of existence. Now very gently, very gently, feel your body as body. Just the body, an experience in time. We've made it into something that never was. We've made it solid, we've made it what we take it to be. But the experience of body as body just holds existence. We've covered over its essence with our history. 
everything is of existence. Now I want to bring you back into form, into the formation you are, which is existence, but I don't want us to be wonder psychologically into realms that have nothing to do with the actual fact. Confusion can come in. Just re-invite position, groundedness, wisdom, where you know exactly where you are so that existence can see out of your eyes. Just as body as body, just as yourself is. No confusion. This works completely compatible in stability, in groundedness, to know your name, your age, where you live. Your complete life. Don't be confused. Don't let yourself get scared by this. You are and you are not in the same instant. So I forgot my chimes, but let us chime ourselves back into wakefulness, into our eyes opening. Just feel, just feel it, feel the truth of it. Now, look at your spiritual practice. Whatever you're doing, I'm sure, is right for you to be doing. I'm not trying to take it away. But in addition to what you're doing, let yourself have a proper and correct aim on the path. So you get a sense that what I'm doing has some relationship to the existence that is, rather than just my enclosed view of my well-being and need, needs. You see how those two can be simultaneous? They don't deny or dispute one another at all. It's transformative when you see the world from a new vantage point and bring the old world within that vantage, within that perspective. 
because all things are existing, animate and inanimate. 